What's happening, financial coaches? Pete here. I think I've discussed this in a previous video, but I want to talk about um, or give you my opinions on charging for events again. You know, I, I've seen a lot of people discuss an event that they want to do, maybe a budget workshop, maybe a presentation. Um, they're socializing it around. They're kind of pounding the pavement for it. They find out that five, 10, or 15 people have expressed interest in uh, coming to it. And now they're struggling with, well, should I charge for it? So they've kind of pounded the pavement for it. They haven't necessarily indicated that it would cost anything. They just kind of uh, talked up the event itself. And then kind of on the back end, uh, think about just tacking on what I call a nuisance fee, you know, $5 a person, $10 a person, those types of things. And I'm kind of torn about it because I would think if you're a professional in this space and you're sought out and you have a reputation and you have a great polished presentation, you have something that you've given, I don't know, five, six times and you've refined it over those uh, five or six sessions and made it better and it's dynamic and it's great and it's in demand and you are giving it to people as they are requesting it and your calendar's full, um, and you just don't have any time and you are going to prioritize it based on how much people are paying you, then fine. I would definitely charge for it, man. It's certainly great to have that kind of income coming from presentations. You know, I really like those. And, and for me, you know, some of the presentations I only want to give four times a year because they're involved, you know, uh, 70, 80, 90 minute presentations. You know, I have to do a lot and be prepped and, um, you know, travel or whatever it might be. And it's not something I want to just do all the time. And so, yes, yeah, for sure charge for those because you um, want to do as many as you can and you have to prioritize them based on, you know, you use the money to prioritize them, right? But for a lot of people who are doing something at the library or in their home or virtually online or whatever it might be, uh, and maybe this is the first one, and especially if they don't have the content developed yet, you have no idea. You are basically testing like uh, lab rats, your content on people. And I don't think they need to pay for that, to be really honest. Um, one of the things I have thought about is having people send me presentations or recordings and pay me to watch them because, you know, I've done a lot of presentations and, um, you know, enjoyed many years in Toastmasters and things like that. And so I can kind of give feedback and I do that for some people, you know, because my friendly nature for some of my friends who have gotten uh, much better at uh, presentations and I really like them. But I've also seen some that people are very, very proud of that need a lot of help, need a lot of help. I guess what I would say is that if you are that desperate to have five or 10 people float you five or 10 bucks, you know, $25, $50 maybe uh, from a presentation, I would think, is that for you or for them? Now, I like charging people. Um, like I said, because it helps invest them into the process, into um, the uh, the coaching, you know. And like I said, I'm, in some cases where I have discounted something from $150 an hour to $5 an hour simply to make sure that they had some skin in the game, you know, I've done that. But I've also had the opportunity to say, no, I'm not going to do it because I have someone else who's willing to pay me the full boat. And for me, the presentations in many ways, uh, despite the fact that I've been doing this for years, are still funnel fillers. They're not necessarily meant to be large revenue generators. And it's really only in, you know, the fifth, sixth year that they've become kind of significant 
to the practice as a revenue generator, right? Um, and so it's a great place to be. But now I know that those presentations are baked and those workshops are great and they get good feedback. And now I have ancillary things that come off of them. But if you are just trying to put together a presentation, and I will tell you what, if you're putting together a budget presentation or five tips on saving or uh, 10 best money hacks or how insurance works or whatever it is, I have seen hundreds and thousands of them and they are probably better than yours. They probably have more information. They are probably uh, crafted in such a way they flow well. The visuals are probably very good. I think people always think that they are going to reinvent something in a way that's never been seen before. And most of the time, we're slightly delusional about it. And so um, I don't think that for most people, you should charge anything for your workshops. I think the priority there should be to have as many butts in the seats and as many eyeballs on your content as possible, uh, be welcoming of feedback. You know, even now when I do presentations, unless they're too large, which uh, sometimes happens, you know, I will usually send out a survey. I really want people's unvarnished comments after them. Uh, for the organizations that, you know, say hire me or bring me in to speak, um, they sometimes will do kind of an after-conference survey and some and things like that. Sometimes they will share that with the speakers. And usually what I will ask is if I don't get it after a couple of weeks, I'll usually reach out to the organizer and just say, hey, uh, I don't know if you did any surveys, but if you have any feedback, uh, good, bad, ugly, I would love to see it. And, you know, I just take it and try to um, use it to help improve. And that's sometimes the most valuable piece of it. So the value here is not necessarily putting $25 or $50 in your pocket, but the value here is just having actual real life people, unbiased, maybe people that are strangers to you, which is probably the most valuable piece of this, to see your content, give you feedback so that your version 1.1, maybe version 2.2 if it's really rough, uh, is significantly better so that you do get it to a place where now you know you can charge and people are willing to pay for it, as opposed to theorizing that people might pay for this if you ask. So I would say, don't charge for your content. Don't charge for your workshop content, your presentations, your discussions, your, your group sessions at this point. Use those as marketing. Use those as visibility to get people to your core product, which is probably the financial coaching, right? That's That was always, for me, uh, the bottom of the funnel. I could get people there from attending a workshop on uh, how to get a mortgage or how to use your uh, veterans benefits to get great interest rates or whatever it might be, right? All that was to feed that funnel. So I didn't want $5 up here because I was tripping over that $5 and missing the $150 an hour and that long-term relationship down here. That's it. Hopefully that helps. See you later.